0: This is episode 12, and today we'll talk about how to help someone overcome sin when they aren't making any progress. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of Practical Christian Training. Welcome back to another edition of Fan Friday, where I answer one of your questions directly. And this question comes from Graham. Graham asks, how do you disciple someone that never changes? How do you disciple or mentor someone that basically ends up taking up the majority of the time during a get-together to focus on the issues in his or her life that never seem to change. Now, this is really critical because if you've ever been in this situation, you know how frustrating it can feel on both sides, that if you're the person confessing or being held accountable for sins in your life or character flaws or what have you, how frustrating it is to feel like you're always sharing the same thing. And then as the person that's trying to help the other person, you can feel frustrated because it's like, dude, when will you ever change? Don't you want to actually change this thing in your life? And you can feel really short-tempered and become bitter and it's just not a good thing. And at the center of it is this sin that we're trying to root out of someone's life that's hurting their relationship with God and their relationships with others. So I want to attack this on both ends. I want to give advice specifically for the person that is giving the advice how to help the other person, and then also some practical tips for you to make sure that you don't become bitter, all right? So first, when you're trying to help someone overcome a sin or a character flaw and nothing is really gaining any traction, you're not really making any progress, I want to uh, point you to First Thessalonians 5.14. And in that scripture, Paul says this, and we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive, encourage the disheartened help the weak be patient with everyone. And the reason that I bring this scripture up is because what we see is that Paul says essentially depending on where someone is your strategy for helping them will change. So if someone is idle or lazy or if they're being disruptive if they're uh You know, being a pariah of the ministry and are bringing people down and it's intentional, you should warn those people. You should say, look man, if you don't stop doing this, these really negative consequences will happen, both in the short term and then ultimately eternity, right? That if you have unrepentant sin in your life, your heart will grow hard to the point where you just walk away from God. And that's something to warn people about. But if they're just disheartened, if they've tried multiple times to overcome something and just have not been able to turn the corner, then warning them, you're, you're, you're just feeding into their own self-doubt, right? If you take that approach, what you want to do is encourage them, give them courage, give them confidence, help them to remember and realize that they're not alone, that they have help, right? And if someone is weak, then you should just help them right? That if someone is struggling with sin or struggling with something in their life that they can't overcome, you want to help them. You want to give aid to them, right? So don't look down on them. Don't think that they're less of a Christian than you because they're struggling with something that maybe you don't struggle with. Help them. And then I love this at the end where it says, be patient with everyone. Regardless of where they're at, be patient with everyone. And I'll, I'll actually circle back to this at the end. So First Thessalonians 5.14 gives some great tips for how to help people in various places. In John 5, 6, we see a really interesting interaction with Jesus and someone who uh, has a debilitating condition, right? And in John 5, 6, it says, When Jesus saw him, this is the man, lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to get well? Now, the reason that's important is because sometimes people don't actually want to repent, They don't actually want to change their life. They're just talking about whatever they're talking about or confessing because it's just part of the deal. It's just what they're doing, right? That they're checking off a box saying, I confessed this sin. So, you know, I did it, but they're not actually interested in changing. If that's the case, if they're not actually interested in changing their life, that's where you have to start. You have to start at that level before you can help them overcome whatever you're trying to help them overcome. If they're not interested in change, you can't make them do it. You can't force them to change. And ultimately, you don't want to. Right? You don't want to put yourself in a position where you are the catalyst for their change, that you are the one making the change happen. It's got to be on them. The onus has to be on them to take responsibility for their life. And so, But barring that, two questions that really help me when I'm struggling with something whether that's a weakness of mine or, as Paul puts it, a thorn of my flesh, I ask two questions. I ask number one, is it possible for me to change this? Is it possible? Is this something inside of my control? Because there are certain things that we can't change, right? Some people are naturally outgoing and some people are more introverted. That's just part of how you're wired, you know? So you can adjust. Somewhere on the spectrum if you 're really outgoing, you can learn to be more introspective if you 're more introverted, you can kind of learn to be more outgoing at times but it 's not like a a switch that you get to flip and it 's not something you can really change and truly be authentic to who you are, just like you know my eye color i <laughs> I just have hazel eyes that 's it sorry that 's how God made me i can 't change that um but most of the time it is something we can change. Most of the time, especially when it deals with sin or character flaws, those are things that we can work on. So the second question is, if it is possible, am I willing to put in the effort to make this change? Am I willing to put in the effort? Just because I'm capable of doing something doesn't necessarily mean that if I'm honest with myself, I want to do the work to make it happen. And it can feel really intimidating if the sin you're trying to overcome is something that's been Stuck, you've been stuck with for a while, and so it's important to remember that we are capable, that it is possible, and that it's just a matter of work. Right? Second Timothy one seven says, "For the Spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self discipline." That the Spirit of God that we have living inside of us gives us the ability to overcome, gives us the ability To be victorious. And so it's not a matter of if we can change, that if something is possible, we can do it if we put in the work. All right. So those are the things that I would walk that person through to help them kind of identify where they need to be and the questions they need to answer to be able to move forward. Now, advice for you as you're helping this person, really focus on loving them through the process and not becoming bitter. Focus on loving them through the process and not becoming bitter. Bitterness is awful. Bitterness rots relationships. Bitterness is not healthy. But we can feel bitter when we devote our time to trying to help someone and we don't feel like it's being reciprocated for one reason or another. And I want to circle back to 1 Thessalonians 5, where it talks about being patient with everyone. And I just want to remind you that you may be feeling like you are in a spiritually superior position, that you're more mature, more equipped, and uh, just doing better and more pleasing to God than this other person you're trying to help. You may have that thought. And I want to remind you that God shows you much more patience than you will typically give to someone else. You know, that as a whole, God shows each of us much more patience than we typically give to each other. And a great parable to always go back to is the parable of the unmerciful servant. That is a great Heart check for you if you find yourself in that position of feeling frustrated, feeling bitter, feeling like you cannot love that person. Remember how much you have been forgiven of, and that will give you the perspective to be able to have the mindset and the attitude of Jesus when you're interacting with your brother or sister and trying to help them grow. So, if you want to be featured in a future episode of Fan Friday, click on the link in the show notes and that will take you to a Google form where you can submit your question. This podcast exists to help you become a more effective Christian, so please do not hesitate to ask me about whatever is holding you back. You may get featured on an episode of the podcast, and that would be pretty cool for both of us. Well, that's it for today. If you like what you heard, subscribe to get daily practical tips, just like this one. Leave a review to tell me what you think, and head on over to the Facebook group So let me know what you want to hear in future episodes. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Britton and I will talk to you tomorrow.